Hello, I'm Ed. This is the Faith in Kids podcast. It's very exciting, isn't it? It is. It always is. Yeah. I'm James. Nice to speak to you. I get called Jam and um, we're very excited to be back. Jam. Yes. You grew up on a farm. I did. Okay. Yes. I would love to ask you, farmers, I think, are often good at sort of knowing the land right and animals and things yes so do you do do you think your dad sometimes had that sort of sixth sense like it's going to rain of what was going to happen next or you know the cow's about to give birth yeah um i mean i think there is a lot of truth in the fact that when animals sit down especially we had cows we had a hundred dairy cows yes um when they sit down it's going to rain yes and i don't know why they do that (laughs) i don't know what is to be they're going to get wet either way and it maybe they don't like their legs getting wet, so yeah. they cover them up. Yeah. Also, when it's really bad, though, yeah. um, they they face they basically face away from the wind, so that the wind is sort of blowing at them. So they're not being blown across; they're being blown down. As so it were. you can tell the direction of the wind yes, by how the, cows sit. Yeah. When it's really miserable, yes. when it's really rainy, they want to face and the wind. Oh, I think they're facing away from the wind. Oh, so bo- the, the wind hits their bottoms. That's first. right. Yeah. But it sort of whistles past them rather than buffets into them. If you see what I mean, to the side I of their do, body. I do. Yeah. This is exactly what I wanted to start oh, with. Oh, well, I'm very excited. So I wanted to come up with strange ways of telling what is about to happen right and that was indeed one of them okay which is apparently sheep and cows uh either i think it's head to a corner of a field okay or sit down in groups when the weather's about to all go Mm, wrong okay you knew that yeah i did another one cats clean their ears before it rains and dogs might eat grass as well Wow. But someone actually said they, that doesn't happen. Okay. But now we're, into, now we're into exciting rhymes. Right. Okay. Red sky at night. Shepherd's delight. Yes. Yeah. And scientifically, it's true. It is true. So scientifically, if the sky goes red at night, yeah. it's going to be a good day tomorrow. Yeah. And that's a scientific fact, not just mm. folklore. Yeah, and, and then obviously, Jan, red, red sky, sky in, in the morning. morning Shepherd's warning. Yes. It's, and what's going to happen that day, Jan? It's going to be rainy or stormy. Or, yes. Yeah. Okay. Now we're going to go with the fishermen. Okay. Wind blows from... Hang on. What happens if there's red sky in the middle of the day? Red sky in the middle of the day, something's on fire. Call, it, call the emergency services. I mean, I think that's a pretty good rule of thumb, isn't it? Red sky in daytime, panic. Run. Run. Away. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes. Can I go for my fishermen now? Please do, okay. yes. Wind blows from the east, fish bite least. Oh, okay. Wind blows from the west, fish bite best. Yes. That was purely guesswork. Wind Wind blows from the north, fishermen should not venture uh, forth. forth. Very good, okay. Wind blows from the south, bait falls in the fish's mouth. Yes. I don't know what that one means. No, it's bait falls and fish's mouth. As in, maybe they'll eat it, but they won't be caught or something. I don't know. Yeah. So, and I, I don't want to ridicule these. No. Because, I mean, fishermen really must know yeah. how stuff works. Yeah. Uh, just a couple more now that are, that, are, that are slightly more strange. Apparently, someone thinks caterpillars get really fuzzy before it gets cold. Right. Yeah, I know. Okay. It smells of dirt before it's about to rain. So if it, if it just sort of smells all earthy, oh. and flowers smell a bit more. Do they? Well, I don't know. Okay. 
squirrels get thicker coats before winter, okay. and beavers have really got a lot of food. So if you have a beaver in yeah. your garden, you know, when yeah. the food's up to the peak, you're thinking... A beaver? <laughs> yeah, yes. Okay. So if you live if you live by a river <laughs> yes. and your garden reaches into a river, <laughs> you can watch the beavers. This is a very small subset of our listeners. Like, if you have beavers in your garden, we would like to hear from you. <laughs> you must be so popular with your mates. Yeah, although your house probably floods a bit. <laughs> it probably does. Yeah. And then there are some people who do say, like, my knees hurt. Right. I think it's about to oh, yeah. <laughs> get sunny. Yeah. My next door neighbour, Hazel... Honestly, when she takes her washing in, I know it's going to rain. Right. I think in eight years, I've only ever seen her washing get wet once. Okay. Now, the reason I'm talking about this jam, and I can tell you're wondering by now. I'm pretty curious, yes. Yeah, is that, is that these, these, if you like, are the best ways humans have come up with of how to predict what is going to happen next. Right. Broadly, whenever anyone tells you, I am certain about what is happening tomorrow, probably you should think, I don't think you are. Right. Jesus, throughout his life, on two or three separate occasions said, I know what's going to happen to me. Okay. And in today's story, we're going to hear him say, do you not remember? Uh, I did tell you this was going to happen. Yeah. And, you know, because he was doing it, it had happened. Yeah. They thought, crumbs. Yeah. You're right. You did, you did say you did. that. And, and we just thought... We had no idea what you're talking about. Exactly, Jan. Yeah. Exactly. So are we going to get into, well, a feature that has been called Jam Reads the Bible, but we're going to mix it up this time and call it Jam and Ed Reads the Bible. Yes. That's very exciting, it isn't is. it? You, you say, I'll say Jam, yeah. and you say, and Ed, okay. and I'll say Reads the Bible. Okay. Okay, ready? Jam and Ed Read the Bible. Very good. So we're looking at um, Luke chapter 24, verses 44 to 49, and you will find this in Your Wonder of Easter books. This is day 31, entitled, You Must Tell People. And um, this is a key story. And so we're going to read this uh, together. But before we read it... I would love you to listen out. For what? Please can you listen out, because these are almost Jesus' last words in the book of Luke. So normally you listen carefully to the things someone says before they say bye-bye. Right. So listen out for what did he want his disciples to really get? Yeah. Okay, that's it. So here we go, Luke 24, verses 44 to 49. Jesus said to them, Remember when I was with you before? I said that everything written about me must happen. Everything in the law of Moses, the book of the prophets and the Psalms. Then Jesus opened their minds so they could understand the scriptures. He said to them, It is written that the Christ would be killed and rise from the dead on the third day. You saw these things happen. You are witnesses. You must tell people to change their hearts and lives. If they do this, their sins will be forgiven. You must start at Jerusalem and preach these things in my name to all nations. Listen, my father has promised you something. I will send it to you. But you must stay in Jerusalem until you have received that power from heaven. Now, 
you can pull out the wonder of Easter. Yes. And we'll just give you a moment to run through the excellent questions. You're, you know exactly what's happening. Yeah. Unless... Unless, why should you not get out the wonder of Easter? When If your cows have sat down in a group all facing one direction, yeah. you should get inside. You should get inside and you should bring your washing in. Yes. If you have spotted that the beaver's food is at its absolute max... Yeah. Winter's almost here. Yeah. There's a few jobs you need to be doing. And then you can get out the wonder of Easter. And then you can. Okay, so maybe press pause and go and do those things and then and then come back. Press pause again and mm. pull out the wonder of Easter. That's it. Great. Off we go. Still with us. Um, we are now at the part of the podcast where I like to say Ed's got questions because Ed has questions. And so here I go saying Ed's got questions. Ready? Ed's got questions. Firstly... Jesus says that his disciples are witnesses. That means they have seen all that he has done, that he has risen from the dead. Can you tell me three or four things that they have seen? What do they need to tell others about him? That's the first question. What have they seen? What do they need to tell others? Second question, last question. When Jesus says that they must preach these things... He means that they, and Jam and I, and other Christians, have to tell others about these things. What must we tell others? Could you just practice? You know, if you had, say, 30 seconds to tell someone else what is absolutely important, what they need to know, what would you tell them? Have a go. So Jesus appeared to the disciples in a room and explained that the scriptures are all about him. So imagine turning up a bit later and one of the disciples was left behind and a servant girl comes in and starts asking him some pretty awkward questions. Wow, someone's had a good time in this upper room. Party, was it? Well, yes. Turned into a bit of a reunion, actually. Oh, that's nice. Old school friends? Not quite. A load of us spent a few years on the road with this guy and we thought he died and <laughs> I know this sounds ridiculous but now he's alive. That would be Jesus, would it? You know him? No, but I've read all about him. Read about him? But is there a book out already? Yeah, it's been out for ages. Centuries. Haven't you read the Bible? Uh, yes, but m- maybe no. It's full of Jesus. Like... 
the Passover, isn't it? When Moses led his people out of Egypt and they had to sacrifice the lamb. That's kind of about Jesus too, isn't it? Well, if you put it like that, I suppose... Which I guess is like the whole temple sacrifice system, with the scapegoat and all that, and taking away the sins of the nation. Oh, there's that story about David, who came from Bethlehem, defeating Goliath and saving his nation. Well, yes, but... And a bit like Samson, Joseph, Gideon, all like Jesus in a way. It's amazing how all those stories fit together. Yeah. And are all about Jesus. And there they were, staring us in the face all along. And people just didn't see it. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't, did they? All the temple priests who knew the scriptures, didn't they realise Jesus was quoting the Psalms from the cross? <laughs> yeah, idiots. Mind you, those disciples didn't seem to know any better. Yeah, well, uh, um... And they were with him all the time. Why didn't they realise? Um, yeah, but um, why, why don't um, why don't I give you a hand with these plates? Oh, thanks. Hope you enjoyed that. Now we've had an exciting email, haven't we? We had a very nice email from someone. We had a lovely email from Pippa, and uh, I don't think Pippa intended us to read this email out. Mm. But I don't think she minds us calling her Pippa. Right. Because that's, that's her name. That is her name. Yeah. I've not changed her name. Right. But she just says that her five-year-old daughter loves to listen to this podcast. So if your mum is called Pippa and you are five, then oh. there's a good chance we're speaking to you. Hello, Pippa. We, no, not hello, Pippa. Hello, Pippa's daughter. That's it. Yeah. We're delighted you love the Faith in Kids podcast. We love doing it. <laughs> we do yeah we would probably do this just for pippa's daughter even if we weren't recording it even if i hadn't pressed record i think we'd still just be having this conversation <laughs> anyway wouldn't we We would. i think we would thank you very much for your emails do send us emails uh and tell us what you think and tell us what we could do better and also rate us or review us on itunes you may need to ask a child to help with that um because grown-ups find these things very difficult so if you could do that that would be good too Ed's got a final thought uh, before we have our closing song. In today's story, we heard that Jesus has always had a mega plan. A mega plan for the whole universe. At the very centre of that plan was that he would die, rise again, and his followers would go tell other people about him. I wonder if you could spot at the moment which one of these three steps you'd love to think about a bit more? Which one of these do you find hard to understand or strange or new? Do you want to think about Jesus' death? Which means you're forgiven. You're in his family. Do you want to think about Jesus' resurrection? Which means he's alive. He's done it. It's certain. Or do you want to think about telling others? What do they need to know? How could you tell them? Who could you tell? Pick one of the three parts of Jesus' mega plan for the universe and just think for 30 seconds and then maybe pray on your own. We've got a song now, Jam. We do, and I'm very excited about this song. It is by Awesome Cutlery, who are big favourites of mine, and we're uh, going to play He Is Risen because he is. Amen. Amen. Here we go. One day when Jesus was alone with his disciples. 
told them of the things to come. The Son of Man will die but rise up three days later. They didn't understand him. What did he say? It all made sense on that third Cross outside the city, they crucified him with two thieves. One asked, Lord, please remember me when in your kingdom all those who trust the Son have eternal. I'm just going to say a prayer now. You can pray anywhere, at any time. There's never a bad time to pray. Why don't I pray now? Dear Father, thank you that Jesus' mega plan for the universe is well underway. Thank you, Father, that we know he died to save us. Thank you that he rose again as the ruling king. And thank you, Father, that all over the world, in our village, town or city, in our church, people are telling others more about him. Father, please help us to do this because we look forward to Jesus coming back. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Jesus, he has risen. Is that on the internet? No, I've literally put it on. I'm in a plane. It wow. thinks I'm on a plane. Wow. Yeah, I know. I know you are. You are fooling that phone. <laughs> it's going to be so cross. Yeah, it's going, it's going to wake up and think, "Where am I?" Oh, I'm still where I was. I thought I'd be four thousand miles away. Ugh. Imagine the music is going. Ding 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 ding. Are we, are we recording now? <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so relaxed. Good. <laughs>